dark days. There's no football and global chaos everywhere. Connect Four takes over Twitter and makes the world even more unbearable. Fox Sports are evil, and Bran and I talk about Age of Empires. Ladies and gentlemen, there is no match day for this episode of The Semi-Pro Potty. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the No Match Day episode of the Semi-Pro Potty. I'm your host, William Chambers, and I'm not joined today because social distancing by Branson Gibson. Branson, how are you today, mate? I'm doing very well. Well, we might be separated by a number of kilometres, but we are always together in spirit and together with the NPL community, mate. Uh, And it is exactly that at the moment, isn't it? It's an NPL community because... You know, crazy times we're in Branson. Who would have ever thunk it? Well, not me. It's, well, obviously not me, but uh, it's pretty darn bizarre. It just sort of, the whole thing just feels totally surreal. It feels like we're actually in a movie. Oh, I mean, well, you've launched into it. If we were in a movie right now, Branson, which movie would we be in? I, I feel like we are at the start of I Am Legend. You oh, know how yeah. Will Smith, like how he does like his flashbacks or whatever with his family and how things are like escalating. I feel like we're at the very early stages of a Will Smith flashback. Oh, great. Well, look, I mean, we've already <laughs> nailed the film section of the podcast. Um, <laughs> look, we're, we're not even doing kit bag today because it's such a weird world that we live in. Um, so sad day. It's a very sad day. The first, the solemn episode with no kit bag segment. But look, Obviously, we wanted to give you guys an update as to sort of where we're at with Semi-Pro Potty Podcasts. You know, it's a pretty reliant on football podcast. Um, so, look, you all know it. Football's not happening. So, we were sort of talking for a couple of days about what what does it sort of, what does the podcast look like while there's no football happening? And, and to be honest with you, we don't know. You know, at this stage, we're sort of waiting until the, the dust settles on everything and we've got a, got a little bit more stability in, in what we know, but... You know, we did want to sort of have a look at what we think maybe post-COVID football will look like. You know, when will it come back? What will it sort of, what will be different about it when it comes back? And Bran, you know, interested to sort of see what you think from, you know, probably more of an NPL focus because we're all, everyone's talking about delaying the Premier League and uh, the Euros and everything. But what do you think, um, what do you think post-COVID football in NPL Victoria looks like? Well, see, that's a great question because I, I really don't know. Like when we're talking about how long the delay is going to be, I think Football Victoria said like it's going to be delayed till at least like the 14th of April. But I just, I can't see it resuming then. Like to be honest, I can't see it resuming probably before June. You know, I think start of June would be like best case scenario. I mean, just based on the way that everything's sort of trending at the moment. So what that means though is that we're just going to be sort of left in this lull. And the main thing that I reckon is going to be super interesting is seeing what kind of repercussion this has on the team. So like, you know, taking out uh, the aspect of how will clubs survive and everything. But like, if you're looking purely from a, a games point of view, like what's going to happen to the table and how a team's going to like, you know, adapt to this break because of course you're not allowed to train. I mean, players will probably still do their own things, but you know, it's not like 
teams can use this break to sort of work on tactics or formations or anything like that. So I just, I'd be really interested to see, you know, we've seen Oakley sort of struggle in the past two weeks at a break coming a good time for them. Human Avenel has been red hot. I don't know. I just. It's, it's a weird one because I sort of look at it as well. It was like, it's probably the first time I've ever seen something in football affect everyone equally. So, you know, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, yeah, not great though, call. it's not as though one team has got sick and it's, you know, the league having to negotiate. Or like, I know in the A-League they used to always have it with international breaks. They were like, you know, well, it's a bit unfair for us because we're, we're a good team. So we've got five players, five of our best players are not available because of the international break. Um, and so it's like, you know, that was always a scenario that impacted heavily one or two teams in a league. But this has kind of impacted everyone equally. And I think there's kind of a... A blessing in that because I think everyone's just collectively, like you said, players are going to train on their own. But you know, if they say that the league's going to start back in late April or something, then everyone's in the same boat of not being able to train. Um, so yeah, I, I think it kind of makes it a bit easier to make some decisions of going back. But I mean, look, what it means for supporters is like, look, fundamentally in the coming months, is it just going to be behind closed doors? What's that experience like? Because you know, I don't, I don't love football behind closed doors. But if I'm forced to have zero football or football behind closed doors, I'm goddamn going to choose the latter. Yeah, so, take that. yeah, it's just a, it's a very interesting time. So, look, as you said, Football Victoria are saying mid-April. I think you're right. I think it's going to be they are going to reevaluate it in mid-April, and I would hazard to guess it will be another month after that before we see any sort of rounds being played but I mean it could also be four months away who knows like it's completely ridiculous but I mean look you just got to do the right things at the moment isolate social distancing be responsible don't hoard things have a little bit more of a community aspect to everything so Bran talking about isolation what have you been up to in your isolation so far (laughs) see I'll be honest not too much. I mean, I've watched a couple of a uh, couple of TV TV shows, um, TV's Netflix series. Uh, other than that, what have I done? Uh, just tried to kick a soccer ball around in the backyard with with the housemates. Um, we've done we've done some gaming, mate. Let's be honest. So that was one thing that I wanted to launch into because we sort of did a, a Saturday night kind of. Harking back to better days, we got some dominoes <laughs> and we we played Age of Empires 2, the HD yep. update. One right. of the best $20 you can ever spend on Steam. And one thing I want to say is that I did not pick this from Bran. Bran is absolutely not a team player when it comes to Age of Empires. <laughs> that is false. That is, that is so not true. So there's four of us. I'm going to paint the same. There's four of us in a room. And we're all coordinating. We've got four of us on one team versus four bots. And we're just trying to collectively work together as a group. And Bran is just not responding to our questions. He's like, yeah, no, no, I'm fine, I'm fine. And then we're like, okay, well, should we amount an assault? He's like, I've already killed two of the people and I'm pushing into a third. And we're like, well, I mean, cheers, mate. Like, I definitely think that is an exaggeration of the uh, of the outcomes or the going ons of uh, of that. But it was a good night. I mean, I hope the NPL comes back soon. Otherwise, we're just going to transform into constant Age of Empires <laughs> obsessed Domino's pizza eating 
gamers. And maybe that's the thing. Maybe that's what the semi-pro potty looks like after after this is that it's now no longer about semi-professional football. It's just us talking about which civilization we want to choose in certain campaigns in Age of Empires. Yep. Yep. Great. What have you been up to, mate? Um. Look, I, I can, can I can hazard a guess. Yeah, watching a lot of movies, which has been very good. Yep. Um, good movies at that. Normally I'll just watch a movie to switch off, but I've actually been going back and watching really good films. So SBS On Demand is your friend during these times, everyone. They've got some great movies on there. Um, but also, I, you know the little dental health platform that I've got. Obviously, it's a very good time for telehealth. So I have been working pretty goddamn long days and hard days on just trying to get that product ready for market. I was speaking to my developer who is in Russia at the moment. Uh, and he was, so cool. he's, he's from Georgia and he tried to get back into Georgia and they've frozen the borders. So he's now pretty much camped out in a log hut in um, in Russia, just working away and building, building apps. And I'm like, it's brilliant. So good. Jealous. What a life. Um, so yeah, other than that, it's been eating way too much food and trying to remain indoors. But um, Well, see... So- that's that's good. It sounds like you've been doing some some self bettering, right? Which is interesting because I think you know we've got this time to ourselves. You know, like what can we do to sort of better ourselves? So, what what skill or or thing do you reckon that you're going to get up to in this self isolation? That you know, when we do come back to our weekly podcasts, that you'll be able to tell our listeners that you have done to to better yourself or uh, taught yourself what's it going to be. Hate that you brought this up because you obviously know what I'm going to say. So I put oh, a, I... for context, I put a Twitter poll out. So if you want to have a look, it might still be up, but it's at Chambershire. So I put out a vote for what I should take up as a a bit of a hobby in my isolation. And I think from memory, this was the list. It was um, take learn witchcraft, so become a witch. Um, yep. Build a trebuchet catapult. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. And my goal was to be able to launch a watermelon from my backyard into Carlton Gardens. So it was going to be pretty yep. big. It was not going to be a small scale one. Um, <laughs> yep. Get one of those CRISPR kits and modify my DNA. Um, okay. That's yeah. That, that, that's that's entering the more obscure options. But yep, cool. Yeah. And then I think one was relearn how to hack into things so I can hack into servers from home and feel like a pretty cool person. <laughs> Definitely legal. Um, I think that was it, wasn't it? Was there one more? I think that was it. Yeah, so that was it. Yeah, well, I never. So, so we put a poll. We put a poll together, and I have this morning um, got access to the book called. Wait for it, everyone. Need to find out what the book's called because it's very important. Uh, the complete book of witchcraft. Um, yeah. Great. Buckland's Complete Book of Witchcraft, uh, published by Raymond Buckland. Um, so, nice. yeah, I'm on the pathway to becoming a witch and or wizard. Don't wow. Yeah. Amazing. So let's see how that goes. That's pretty cool. Maybe we can, well, look, it could actually work really well for MP, MPL Victoria. Everyone always says that there's match fixing at play, but what if there was a deeper level of match fixing where, you know. What, just start... straight up witch, witchcraft and curses and hexes and things like that? Yeah. You know, say if, like, you know, someone doesn't like, like, say if someone sort of comments on one of our tweets and says that we're shit and we got shit haircuts and they yep. play for a certain club, put yep. a bit of a hex Oof. on them. Oof. Um, Brent, Amazing. What about you? What are you going to, what hobbies are you going to pick up over this hiatus? 
Well, there's 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 two contenders here, and both both could occur, or or neither could occur. There is a consensus among among my housemates and uh, and I that some knitting will be done. So I could could come back and I could be able to knit up some mean semi pro potty uh, beanies slash scarves. So that that mm. that could occur. I, I like uh, that a lot. That's good. I don't know if I'd be any good at it to be honest, but I mean, willing to give it a give it a crack if if that occurs but the other one i reckon as well is learn a language okay i reckon i'm going to come yep come back in four weeks and brand's just going to be fluent in german german you're picking german okay yeah why german i've decided uh sounds pretty cool mm. yeah it does it, that, it sounds german as well it's very <laughs> unique you, when you hear german you know it's german look i mean that's yep, a pretty so, wholesome one i might even join you in that Yep, nice. Let's do it. So when we come back, we'll just do the entire podcast in German, and it'll actually be about witchcraft rather than the MPL. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Amazing. Stay tuned, um, everyone. Um, yeah. Let's jump Amazing. into some. Let's jump yes. into some things that we didn't like because we want to end on a happy note because these are dark days, Brands and dark days. So let's kick it off with the things that we didn't like. Um, one yep. thing I really didn't like was obviously the A League continuing on longer than it should have, but. I'm not blaming the FFA or the A-League or anyone for that because it's very it's very clear now that they're being hold, held to ransom by Fox Sports. Um, I think they've ultimately made the right decision in pausing the league just from a player oh, perspective. To. Everything that happened with Wellington Phoenix, if ever anyone questions whether or not Wellington Phoenix deserve to be in this league, look at the last two weeks because they have had to sacrifice a lot uh, with very little information to, you know, to compete in this league that probably shouldn't have been competing but was, again, being held to ransom. And I think it's probably the last... I don't think we'll ever have that conversation before of how committed are Wellington to the league because they were, you know, kind of forced but also willing to stay in Sydney uh, away from their parents, uh, away from their families to, to, to play football in a climate where they probably didn't want to play football. They wanted to be with their families. They wanted to, you know, be safe and, and supported. So, well, yeah. That's all crazy as well because, like, with countries closing the borders, you know, like, are they going to be allowed back in? You know, what about international players? Are they going to be allowed back in to New Zealand? You know, like, Australia's banned all international travel. I don't know if the Knicks have any Aussie players on them, but would they be able to leave? I don't know. It just mm. opens so many questions. But, yeah, that... Definitely, definitely sucks. Um, Bram, what have you got? Uh, I've got one. The thing that I don't like is Connect Four on Twitter. I'm a bit over that. I saw, like, when it first came out, I think Southampton did, like, uh, tic-tac-toe or, uh, sorry, knots and crosses or whatever on Twitter. I was like, oh, yeah, you know, don't mind that. And then, you know, there were a couple other things, but then, I don't know, my Twitter feed has just been inundated with uh, teams challenging other teams to Connect Four, and I'm definitely a bit over it. And the other thing with Connect Four is it takes quite a while to play. So there's a lot of moves, and it's just, I don't know, a bit corny. I'm not a big fan. I'm over it. You know I love esports, and some people will criticise esports for for being hard to watch. I can tell you it's a shite site better than Connect Four via Twitter, but fucking dark times we're yeah. in. Um, like I get, I get the banter aspect, and you know the have fun engagement kind of thing, but I just think it's crap. Didn't uh, like it. You see, this is my argument: is 
Banter for the sake of banter is not banter. And I hate how many times I've said banter already, but like, yeah. if you have to force it, it's not good. Like, yeah. it's well, lame. I, like, well, going, going back, I did see someone challenge Newcastle United in, in England to a game. They're like, oh, yeah, fancy game of Kevin Four. And they replied, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, going, yeah, great. Love it. Brilliant. Um, what else do I have on there? Um, don't like people not staying indoors. Like, there's just a a level of collectivism that we have to have. And look, uh, I think about two weeks ago, I was of the opinion that it's fine if you're young. And then the more that we learn and the more that we read from, you know, credible sources. Mm-hmm. I was talking to my mate who's a doctor the other day, and he's just like, it's fucked. Like, you just, the best thing you can do is fucking stay indoors. Um, so. You know, I think every day we get new information. Every day we're all figuring it out as a group. And so I think it's very... We've all got an individual responsibility and I think some people are still not taking that seriously and they bloody well should. And also, you know, governments probably should be a little bit firmer. Who's the who's the Victorian Premier? Dan Andrews. Daniel Andrews. Dan, Dan Andrews, that guy. He's pretty good with it the other day. He's just like, stay the shit indoors. Like, it's unambiguous. Mm. Just stay indoors. Um, yep. So don't like Without that. Getting... Everyone, please yep. stay indoors. Um, what else have you got, Brand? Well, so this is a weird one. It doesn't fall in the like category. It doesn't necessarily fall in the dislike. falls into the totally obscure random category, I feel. Uh, I saw on Twitter, Fox Sports tweeted about Hulk, the footballer Hulk, getting married. But what he did was he got married to his ex-wife's niece, yeah. which is... Like, I don't know, totally bizarre and sort of like super baller and super strange all at the same time. Like, I can't figure out if I love it, if I hate it, or if I'm just like creeped out by it. It's it's sort of like a constant combination of the three, but it was just, I saw that, I'm like, that's extremely weird. (laughs) Yeah, I'm, it's just a weird thing to do, but I mean, Hulk for mine has absolutely not showered himself in glory in the latter stages of his career. Like, I think very, very early on he made a call where he was like, look, I'm just going to do this for money and I don't give a shit. And it, his lifestyle now shows that. Like, he just yeah. he just looks like a dick. He's just being a dickhead. The, the um, one thing that we will end on that before we move on, you know, love is love. So if it's love, then whatever. Yeah, who am I to judge in the age of yeah. no love? Um. <laughs> one other thing you got, I, you got anything else? Yep. Yeah, yeah. One other thing I didn't like was I think just the state of the media in general. And I know that you're in it and you've sort of been, you know, even before all of this kicked off, you know, I think uh what was it, News Corp announced that they were sh- shutting down AAP, which is a really bad call. And then the number of journos that have been let go from, you know, big media outlets. <laughs> there's there's a lot of me that goes these massive companies that have got a very good business model and have had a lot of time to make hay while the sun shine really should be able to sustain supporting the economy throughout this time. You know, like they should yep. have enough of a war chest aside, like the amount of sort of tax loopholes that these companies get, like you even look at the airline industries, it's like there's literally no other way for people to get from point A to point B over distances. And they've had a monopoly on that market for so long and yet they've just not managed to save money from it. And I think that's a bit ridiculous. So, you know, it's not good to see the number of people who have been made redundant over the last couple of weeks. 
but I think it stings a little bit more. I understand from a small business perspective, but from a big company, you know, you've had a lot of sort of leniency over the last 20 years to, to really sort of carve out your monopoly. They're just not looking after yeah. the economy as well as I think they should. And so that's a bit sad. So I've seen a lot of good journos been made redundant at a really bad time. Yep. Well, Fox Sports cut a whole bunch of uh, journos as well. But, I mean, let's let's move on. Let's let's talk about some, some more positive things, mate. The bloody things we did like. I really liked... Uh, and there is a few. Yeah, I really liked Dandy Thunder's um, toilet paper keepy-uppy challenge. I thought yep. that was great. Nice. Um, and yeah, I liked they, it purely for the, like, you've got to watch the whole thing. Like, you've just got to get to the end, and you're like, yeah, that's a great way to end it. Very well done. Yep. yep. Worth checking out. Good call there. Uh, one thing that I liked, <laughs> uh, and, and now I know I said I did not like the Twitter Connect for before, and I do not like it, but the one thing that I did like was A-League Memes played the Socceroos in Connect 4, and the Socceroos won. Uh, and what they then did is wrote a full match report on yeah. it and posted it on their social media and on their website, like breaking down the game and the moves and all that sort of stuff. So whilst I don't like the game itself, I like that the Socceroos were like, yep, cool, we'll turn this into more than just a game and sort of took it to another level and I thought that was well done. That was very well done. I liked that one. Um, James Milner in isolation is just still dishing mm. out gold. I think he... Yep. Um, what's he doing? He's... He did Cutting his, his lawn with scissors. Yeah, that was a good one from a couple of weeks back, but he did one yesterday, which was him doing his, um, like, Dream 11, but he just pulled random artifacts out of the house to create his 11, like a coin nice. with a silver coin, and he's like, David Silver, and I'm like, great. Um, nice. A cap was, the coach was Fabio Capello, really good. So yep. um, he's just dishing up gold. So that made me laugh. Quite like that. Brand, so, what else? I, I saw him sharpening some pencils too. Yeah, strong. Great. Just great content. Uh, so two things. So uh, there's a sort of a giant FIFA tournament going on at the moment. Bit of eSports uh, hosted by Leighton Orient. They've done like a worldwide, I don't know how many teams, like at least 50. Like there's a whole bunch Single elimination draw, and so that's been uh, been played out. I think the victory, the Mariners and Central Coast all won. So well done to them, if if that is correct. I actually don't know if that is. Anyway, moving on. Uh, so that's been going on. So I like that. Uh, another thing that I saw within that that I really really liked was West Brom's savage response. So as far as the uh, the draw goes, West Brom came up against Ajax and lost 5-1 on eSports. West Brom were represented by one of their players. And so after they lost, they posted like a full-time graphic or whatever. And they just said a brave effort from Callum Robinson, who was defeated by Ajax pro player who hasn't left his house in years. Right. And you just yeah, go, good. Good cut through West there. Brom. I like that. West Brom not having any of it, which, you know... I didn't mind. I thought that was quite good. thought it was good. Yeah. Um, again, we say it every week, but it's just been, you know, you wake up to doom and gloom <sighs> and crap 90s football just dishes up some gold. There was a really good oh. one the other day they retweeted. It was like a couple of shanked clearances and then just a diving header by the defender puts a pass. And just the goalkeeper reaction is so good. Uh, more no, of it. Absolutely love it. No, that got some quality and this has been a good week. If you don't follow crap 90s football... 
we have no affiliation with them, but other than would just highly <laughs> recommend. Yeah. Um, last one for you, Brand. What have you got? Um, the International A-League, or sorry, like the International Recognition or, or whatever you want to call it, the attention, sorry, it's probably the good word, that the A-League was getting as like the last remaining football league operating in the world. Uh, I thought it was interesting because, you know, I follow a bunch of uh, Fulham people on Twitter and all of a sudden they're starting tweeting about the A-League because it's the only thing on. And, you know, uh, I think it was matched like the Russian broadcaster bought the rights or paid to paid to broadcast the A-League or, 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 or stuff like that. So just the fact that it was... You know, getting a bit of global attention and uh, and things like that. I thought that was a uh, pretty good, pretty good little platform for the A League. And then I think it was like the first game that everyone really sort of watched was like Melbourne City Central Coast, which was four two, and there was two goals in the first five minutes. You're like, this is amazing. Yeah, this is great. I mean, that should have been the, the memo, shouldn't it? It was just like, hey, look, go out and have some fun. Like, we don't know what's going to yeah. happen to the league, so you might as well just like make it entertaining. And it was so good because it was at Central Coast too. So they had the sauce bottles there. And then they had, each team had one fan. So like uh, there was a City fan who had originally booked to go up. Uh, and even though the game was behind closed doors, it was just like, screw it, I'm going anyway. So he's at the stadium in a corner at like the fence. And it's got like the see-through, uh, sorry, the block out mesh on it. And he's like po- poking through gaps or whatever. And the camera keeps coming to him. And every time Melbourne City score, he's got like his arms reached through the bars clapping. So I thought that was pretty good. It's just going to be an image that in 20 years time makes no sense apart from the context. Like, And then there was the the other one, sorry, was a Mariners fan who was watching the game from his balcony and then had his master food sauce bottles on the balcony with him. And you go, great. Yeah, good. Good areas. Like that a lot. That's Um, what I liked. So there's some good in the world still, which is great. I mean, I guess we now need to kind of ask the question of what's next. And, you know, at this stage, we really don't know. I think what we're doing is we're just doing the right thing where football has sadly taken a back seat for for life at the moment. So, you know, we just got to do the right thing of look after each other, remain indoors, wait until we get a bit of a better hold on this as a society and then see what football looks like on the other side of it and, and pick it up when it's there. So, we're not going to be doing the weekly frequent sort of show for the time being, but we're sort of thinking of other bits of content that we maybe thought of doing that didn't get the time to, um, yep. and start to start to work through it. So, Bran, you, you're you've kind of done what every kid did in about year nine, and you've just installed Football Manager. Um, I have, and funnily enough, I've actually never played it. Oh, I just don't get that. See, I've heard the new football. I've heard the new football managers suck because they've just made it way more complicated than it needs to be. Um, right. The only other thing I'm going to tell you is when you go. So I hate football manager because I was the Leeds. I was Leeds manager when they were shit. Um, brought them back up for the Premier League. Was going looking like I was going to get a European spot, and I assigned two players in the preseason. And started the campaign with them, and one of them didn't perform well, but I'd spent quite a bit on that player. I can't remember how much it was. It was like about $20 million or something. And he was fine. He was not that good. And then the board sacked me for wasting money. And so ever since then, I've felt wholeheartedly betrayed. So I've just not gone back to it. But the thing I'll tell you about Football yep. Manager is you need to think of your attire. 
So you retire. Yeah. So if you're yeah. if you're managing a team or whatever, and you get to a cup final, you have to wear your suit while you play that match. Right. Like you, you've got to, you've really like that's the way that you're doing football manager properly is that if you're in a big game, you dress up for it. Yep. Great, love it. So what we're going to do with football manager, though, I've never played it, but I have found a. Uh, what do you call it, a database that allows you to play and manage as every lower-tier Australian team going around at the moment. And by that, I mean like MPL across the country, MPL 1, 2, 3, state leagues 1 to 5, even the leagues below that. So having come across that, I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, there's no MPL on at the moment. However, we can recreate the NPL in football manager. So that's the plan. I'm going to going to pick a team. Haven't decided yet who it's going to be, if it's going to be in the NPL or maybe NPL two and three and get them promoted. But we are going to, you know, pick a team and play out the rest of the NPL season through, through football manager. So even though we haven't got actual uh, NPL results coming through, we will have sort of a parallel. Yes. A parallel universe of the NPL. And then we can, uh, compare how the fictitious NPL is going compared to the actual NPL. So well, I'm going to post something to you. That. What would be your thoughts on taking over Avondale? And mm-hmm. look, let's fast forward maybe a year, two years. Maybe Zocchi mm-hmm. has done as much as he can there and moves on. You could essentially start practicing now for head coach. Yeah. Well, that's it. This is, this is where my journey to NPL, actual NPL manager really begins. So, it, it could have huge repercussions for for my future. I don't think its uh, its importance can be understated at all, mate. All right. Look, that's pretty much us done for this. We just want to give you an update on where we're at. Look, we'll, we'll have some content drip feeding through over the next couple of weeks, but until we really know what the hell is happening in this world, we are just going to sort of take some time to look after each other and, and, and sort of friends and family, and so should you, and you know, take a little bit of time off of football until we get the world back in a bit of a better state. Um, and then we're just going to sort of pick it up when we know a little bit more of what's going to happen. So, look, don't stop reaching out to us if there's anything that you want over this break. You know, talk to us in content-wise. We might have a couple of interviews with some people and some chats. But other than that, I think it's just let's all acknowledge we're in this together. Push through it. On the other side, there'll be some glorious football that we'll be able to attend and we'll be able to watch and critique. Yep. But for now, it's a little bit unknown. So... Look, yes, and in the middle, in the middle, mate, we'll have some great football manager updates, of course. Oh, of course, indeed. Uh, look, everyone, look after <laughs> yourselves. Um, thanks for tuning in, and you know, stay positive in these dark times. But thanks for listening to this episode of the Semi Pro Podcast.